Welcome to the Sober Podcast, part of the Soberverse created by the team at the Sober Network. The Sober Network has engaged in revolutionizing the treatment industry by creating its own token economy. We offer fresh ideas to an industry that has relied on dated interventions. We are responsive to a new generation of substance users who are attached to their phones so we can impact massive social change. Our unmatched technology displays solutions of our various brands, demonstrating a thorough understanding of how we get things done. We are proving that technology, along with incentivized human accountability, provides measurable and positive outcomes. Visit us at SoberNetwork.com. Welcome to the Sober Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Brickhouse. It's Christmas Eve, and we wanted to bring some hope into your audio outlets if you're struggling during the holiday season. Merry Christmas, happy holidays to all our listeners out there. And we have sober celebrity Billy Rickman uh, joining us out of South Florida. Billy has over 18 years of continuous sobriety and is one of the special workers that's heard about often in Tradition 8, if you're in a 12-step program. Billy, thanks for being our guest. It's a pleasure to have you on the Sober Podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone listening today and tonight. And, you know, it's it's just a special night for all kinds of people out there. Yeah. Hardest night of the year, too. You know, the greatest night or greatest gift night of all that. Greatest night or the worst night or or just or maybe just another sober day, right? Well, you know, not in sober days. Um, Um, Billy, you um, are our special workers are important. And, And in case our listeners out there don't know what a special worker is exactly, how would you best describe the position? Well, you know, I, I work for, um, I, I'm the office, my official title is I'm the office manager for South Palm Beach County Intergroup. Mm-hmm. Intergroups, whether wherever you live, you might have an intergroup, you might have a central service office. Um, like everything else in, you know, just sticking with AA, uh, we're autonomous. But what we do is my office services South Palm Beach County. So I act kind of like in the hub in my in my office, we carry literature and we help all the AA groups in this county, in our half of the county, uh, purchase literature. We sell chips. We sell the fancy anniversary medallions. But we do a lot more here. 
Um, we work with keeping all the meetings updated online, uh, especially in the world of Zoom right now. That's always kind of a constant change. Oh, yeah, they're changing. Meetings are coming back. Exactly. They're going back to in person. Yeah. They're becoming hybrid. They're, we have groups that are factioning off. So we, we do a lot of that. Um, we help plan the different um, events that go on, the picnics. The big one that we're planning right now um, and it's actually kind of a fun thing for me, and it's really relevant for today. Mm-hmm. Is it's they're called the and they are everywhere. They're alcathons. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But I'm also not I just a special worker. I mean, like you said, I'm a I'm a member of AA. I have I've been sober for eighteen and a half years. Yeah. I came in. I never went to detox. I never lived in a halfway house, and I only have one white chip. But Staying sober in the holidays was probably the hardest part for me. Thanksgiving rolled around, and I've spent my entire life, I was in the restaurant business, and I was a bartender. I always worked on those days, but Thanksgiving was really hard because now I'm sober, um, like four or five months in, and you know it starts to come back of like the real wreckage of the past. I'm starting to do the work, and I'm starting to look at my part. And the last Thanksgiving that I lived at, I'm from Boston originally, last Thanksgiving at home, I wasn't invited. Um, at Christmas time in 1983, my folks had basically split up and that was it. I was off at boarding school. I was going on a ski trip. My dad was just like out, you know, and then, and that was it. They split up. So Christmas has always been tough for me. So in Christmas of 2004, six months sober, um, I came home. I was, I, I joke about it. This is being in the restaurant business. I knew I couldn't work in the restaurants when I first got sober, I had to find something. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going by chance, managing a blockbuster, which is a whole completely different other story. But I always like to <laughs> blockbuster. That takes us back. <laughs> oh yeah, but when I tell my story, I always refer to it as my film career when I worked in the film industry. <laughs> I love it, blockbuster. But anyways, I came home. It that is night. the film industry, though. You know? yeah, I mean, so, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, I came home that night and I thought I was going to go drinking, and I ended up going to this Alcathon. Yeah, and I went there. We closed the store at 10 o'clock. It was right around the corner from my house. I got there at 1030. I got home at 1030 and I thought I was going to go out. And I ended up going uh, instead to Central House. And it was located at a different location. But we've we've moved. I'm still a member of this group. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went into the Alcathon at 11 o'clock. And I stayed until 8 o'clock the next morning. And wow. I stayed at the meetings all through the night. And why did you and go? Because I thought I was going to drink if I didn't. Oh, I see. You thought, oh, okay. Right. Actually, there's not even a thought. I, I, I read it. I read it as you wanted, you were going to, okay, got it. Yeah. I knew it was either I'm going to go drinking or I'm going to go to this meeting. And that was it. And then New Year's Eve, they did it again and I was there again. But I woke up the next day and, you know, it was, it was such a great thing. I got to meet a lot of people and it really, really helped me. The next year came around. Now I have a year and a half. And I was going to be there for the person who was new like me. No, I, I, I needed to go there because I still needed it. Now, here we are. This is going to be my 19th Alcathon. And about 10 years ago, I started running these from coordinating with Intergroup mm-hmm. as the group member and coordinating because my home group, which is this place, puts these meetings on. So we would always work with the special worker here that was at the Intergroup office, the office manager. And I was the liaison. Well, now, since I've been the office manager, this is now I'm actually doing both. I'm the liaison for the home group, plus I'm running it from the office. And this is like my pet project and my 
personal thing. And I, and I like to call it being superstitious, which is that <laughs> even after all this time, I'll still get there Christmas Eve at 11 o'clock and I'll stay. I don't quite make it to eight o'clock in the morning anymore, but I make yeah. it to like four and I'm like looking at our schedule this year. And I was just like, Jesus, I said, all the groups and all my friends are here on new year's Eve, right from noon up until my home group has their meeting at midnight and I'll be there all day long. Uh, so the alcathons are a big thing as far as meat is how do you stay sober? That yeah yeah that's a no. great that that's a, that's a great uh, great word of advice to folks out there um, who are are in the twelve step programs is is go to those alcathons. and everybody does them NA has them oh, AAOA you know all and, those other things and a little rewind here what were the ho- holidays like for you before you got sober. Well, before I got sober, I was I was working in the restaurant business. So I always would I just they they were they were nothing to me. They were just like painful kind of memories. Mm-hmm. So I always worked for the every holiday. The only one I always said I would take Thanksgiving the day before. And you know, when you're attending bar, the day before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving Day are great because everyone's blowing into town. They want to get liquored up because however they're gonna have to deal with their family, it's only one beer away if you get really tanked. That's a good right. one. I would do Christmas. I would do Christmas Eve. I would end up coming home. I'd watch either a Star Trek marathon or a Star Wars marathon, depending on, you know, how it was. And I'd eat chicken pot pie and I was alone. And that was it. And even if I dated somebody, they would be off with their family. I'm like, no, 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 I got to work. And then on New Year's Eve, I just I just wanted nothing to do with New Year's Eve. That was just rookie night to begin with. Right. I mean, amateurs, a, right. a real alcoholic drinks on Flag Day, you know, Arbor <laughs> Day. That's when you go out. Exactly. You stay home on New Year's Eve. So, you know, that was just it. New Year's Eve was just New Year's Eve. And it was just another day. And it was just another sad day. It was just like the the another. I have actually I, I, I did not have a sad, morose life. I've had a lot of fun in my life and I've done a lot of fun things. But, you know, it was just more like. New Year's Eve was more sitting around like, well, I I didn't really accomplish any of the goals I I set for myself this year, but I sure had a lot of fun. So, you know, interesting. I love I, you know, for, you know, I usually when you ask the 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 recovered alcoholic what the holidays were like, it was it was like, oh, it was a disaster. And I went to every party and I was, you know, made a fool of myself and blah, blah, blah. Um, But you, on the other hand, were um, were usually alone. Um, yeah, uh, drunk on the holidays, but now in sobriety, you're, you know, you're probably surrounded by more people than, than you would have been if you were at, you know, every party in town. It it gets to a point. Yeah. And and it's fun because it's, you know, the Alcathons are great because I mean, we live in a, a pretty Palm beach County is a a big County and you, all you can do is if you ever look at on the map, and especially when you see it on the elections and stuff, and it's always there, it's a huge County. Mm-hmm. And we're cut in half. And, you know, it's fun because in a way it's kind of like you get to see the people you haven't seen. Like uh, they may because it's a, they live in a town that I don't really go to meetings at or I don't really cross paths with them. Well, right. I should say that's how it used to be. Once I took over running this office and managing this office, I should say, um, I get to I see a lot of people on the daily. I must I I seriously probably talk about 15 alcoholics a day who come through here to buy something and I just chit chat with them. And yeah, yeah, that's just it. But I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun because it's like, you know, you always I guess I saw enough Lifetime movies and Hallmark movies that, you know, it's the holidays are when you connect with your family that you haven't wow. seen and your favorite cousin. Well, we my family just wasn't like that. That's just not the way that they were wired. So we never really did that. So it's, it is. And, you know, um, but I, I go back to a line from that movie clerks, like, 
you know, I hate people, but I love social gatherings. And that was always why I was always the one who in the restaurant matter, even if I was the manager, I would give the bartender, I'd say, listen, take tonight off Christmas night off. No one's going to be here. We're going to be open. I'll tend bar because it was, I just rather have been that fly on the wall than having to interact with the people. That yeah. was a fit for me. I hear you. Um, just uh, pause for a second, because this is a great time uh, to stop and say thanks to our sponsor, Stephanie Weiss. Uh, she's a certified health and recovery coach based locally in Connecticut and offering virtual services nationwide. If you would like more information, please reach out to info at sobernetwork.com. That's I-N-F-O at S-O-B-E-R-N-E-T-W-O-R-K.com. Back to Billy Reichman. Um, so you uh, talked about, um, it's been a tradition for you, these um, alkathons. Um, is there, are there any other traditions or routines or programs or uh, um, exercises you do to, during the, during the holidays um, to get you through it, to keep, to keep you sober? Well, yeah, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm big on the holidays. Uh, you know, the other one I do is, uh, you know, it's, it sounds self congratulatory, but, uh, like I say, like Thanksgiving was another one. So, mm-hmm. uh, at my same home group, uh, Delray central house, we, there's a big Thanksgiving of every year they would do these dinners. And so in 2010, I was a guy who uh, kind of was a mentor to me. He says, I'm going to teach you how to do this. Since you're a restaurant guy, you're going to take over doing this. And what we do there is we have this big thing of we go out, we buy turkeys, but we don't have stoves. So we entrust group members. We hand them out a turkey, uh-huh. the cooking turkey, and bring it back to us. And so for the last 11 years, 12 years now, I've been, I, I do the Thanksgiving thing. I start planning for Thanksgiving. So for me, I actually start prepping myself. And I'm, and it's one of those things, I guess it's, you know, stay sober, stay busy. So come September, I'm already starting to plan Thanksgiving. And I start planning out, we'll have something for Halloween and we'll do the Halloween thing. And then the Thanksgiving thing, I spend the entire month of November getting it all planned. We execute it. And then the turnaround to the Alcathon starts right there, you know, and it's just like, all right, there's no sitting around. Thanksgiving was fun, but now we do this. And then I get ready for the Alcathons. Um, you know, I, I have a crew of people that have helped me a lot with this. So again, I worked uh, as a trained chef. So I invite my friends over for the holidays and like football Sundays. And we watch that and we pregame as it were. We talk about what's coming up and the Alcathons mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving and all the other things that go along with that. You know, as far as any other rituals I have, I guess, you know, I, I was a big fan. I always joke about this when I was detoxing. Um, and I, you know, and for those of, out there who are younger and don't remember what a VCR was, um, <laughs> when I was detoxing my, and I, I detox myself and I had VHS tapes and I ended up watching a movie that had uh, a tape that had the Shawshank redemption and a Christmas carol on it, which is probably yeah. when you're plagued by the, your past, not the best thing, <laughs> but I started to realize, and I started identifying with a Christmas carol of like, you know, there was Scrooge and all the mistakes he had made, which I really could identify with all that thing. Even though he was a successful man, he had squandered a lot of personal opportunities. 
Right. But when he wakes up and he says, you know, is this the, he sees the ghost of Christmas future, you know, are, are these the shades of the things that might be, or only could be. And, you know, and as it says in the end, he kept Christmas in his heart year round. And I guess that's something that I've learned. I've tried to I keep forgot. It. I forgot about that line. He kept Christmas in his heart year round. Yeah. That's yeah. the key. Um, and, and no man has been a better friend or master or all those other things. So I always looked at it like, you know, here I watched this movie thinking about it was the best way to end, but probably end it all because I was useless at then. But the ending of that movie came out and really has spoken to me that, you know, so what do I do? Well, I, I keep a Christmas tree up in my house year round. <laughs> and it's, it's up, it's decorated. Symbolic. And there you go. Friends of mine come from my, I get, I get Christmas ornaments for my birthday just to add on to this tree. Oh, and I, and, I and, and people say like, I said, well, it ties the room together, but um, it's a way to keep Christmas in my heart year round as I keep that Christmas tree up as a kind of a reminder. Oh, and then, I, think I think that's a great message, um, you know, and then, you know, just like, you know, like I said, with the Scrooge, you know, and just looking and I look back at the life that I had. And again, it wasn't a bad one. Like the book says, I had a lot of fun. I was, you know, semi-successful or whatever, but, you know, I wouldn't trade the life I have in sobriety and all the Christmases and all the Alcathons that have come and gone and all the friends that I've made at Alcathons and at Thanksgiving and doing mm -hmm. service. I mean, I guess if I could tell anybody out there, like, how do you stay sober? Do service. Because no matter where you go to meetings, they're doing something. They're going to do a Thanksgiving. They're going to do an Alcathon. They're going to do some proximity of that. And if you're new, like when I was new, I got involved. I sat there and I started making coffee because I knew how to make coffee. Right, right. And I could bring food because I knew how to cook. And if I was cooking, then you know what? If I'd buy the food and be let, it would be at first, again, money I wouldn't spend on drinking, but it was just like, well, I'm going to cook something and really put all this effort into it because I want everyone to well like it and tell me how, what a great cook I am, of course, and you know all sure. the other self-serving reasons. But just now it's just, you know, just fun. And it's when I came when I came out of um, uh, rehab. It, it was at the beginning of December. Um, so I, I had, I spent Thanksgiving in rehab and then, you know, and then I was back home December. And I remember, um, you know, wanting to do something with all the free time. And I had all this energy and I just started baking and baking cookies yeah. and, you know, and then giving them um, to friends and bringing them to meetings and, and all that. And, and, um, and I do that, you know, and I've been all day today, I've been baking because, um, I still, I'll bake at the holidays and, um, you know, and connect with people that way. And, and yeah, and just like you said, I do want to hear, you know, oh my God, this is so amazing. This is great. I've never had a cookie like that. Where'd you get the recipe? Wonderful. But you know, it's also about doing service and connecting. It is. I saw your uh, Facebook actually. And I was laughing. I was, I, I joked with Carrie before, uh, so what time should I log in? I said, I'm gonna if he's gonna ask me what's the key to staying sober, I'm gonna like eat the fruitcakes that people send you. So <laughs> that's right. Um, one last question, and this is a question we ask all of our guests. Um, so you've been sober a long time now, 18 years. Uh, what's the most difficult struggle you've been through since you've been sober? And how did you overcome it? How did you get through it? Well, you know, there's that's uh, the, the the most difficult. Well. I there was a let me answer it in the best way I can, which is always like a little side note. I used to go to a meeting early on where this guy had said, you know, 
A good day is a day you don't drink. A great day is your parents have died, your cat was hit by a car, your house burned down, and your woman left you, and you didn't drink. So whether you're having a good day or a great day, don't drink. Yeah. Well, my house literally did burn down. My stepmother, who I loved like a mother, Mm -hmm. uh, died unexpectedly while I was visiting my father for his 75th birthday. Um, I've lost jobs. I've lost cats. I've lost pets. I've lost friends. I've, and all those things were things that I would drink over and I'd find, uh, you know, well, I really like this girl. So she's at least worth a three week bender here before I try to go out and find the next one. And what have I learned in all this is that there's nothing worth drinking over. There's nothing. There's nothing that can happen. So can I say the greatest adversary is my stepmom dying or a girl that I really cared for uh, passing away unexpectedly or, you know, just the countless jobs. I mean, again, all that stuff that I used to drink, there's nothing. I guess it's have a good day, have a great day. Just don't drink today. Yeah. And that's it. And that's the real message. And that's the real message. The holidays are the hardest time of year. But you know what? It's just really, when it boils down to it, it's just another calendar date. It's 4th of July. It's Arbor Day. It's Flag Day. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's St. Patrick's Day. You can make this. You can make it through. And all you have to do. That's the holiday I used to joke about. I would say that was the one holiday I did not drink. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Which, and it wasn't true because I drank everything. That's a great way to end. And I can't thank you enough, Billy, for being on Sober Podcast with us on Christmas Eve. uh, Just another day, another sober day out of the year. Uh, how can our listeners uh, get in touch with you if they want to reach out? Uh, if, you know, of course, you could always, uh, you know, if you're in the area and you want to come by, you can come down to the South Palm Beach County Intergroup, say hello. Um, uh, you know, that's that's that. Um, you know, we're on. Uh, you can email me, I guess, if you any comments, questions, anything like that. You can always reach out to manager at aainpalmbeach.org. Fabulous. And to all our listeners, thank you for your continued support. Visit us on www.soberpodcast.com and all places that you find major podcasts to leave us a review and sign up for our mailing list. I'm Jamie Brickhouse, your host. I'm the author of Dangerous When Wet, a memoir of boo, sex, and my mother. It's an audiobook read by me and an ebook you can find on Amazon. You can find me on TikTok at Jamie underscore Brickhouse, where I tell a true story every day in high heels and i'm also on instagram and facebook signing out from the sober podcast tune in for another show next week and happy holidays merry christmas everybody merry christmas thank you for joining us for this episode of the sober podcast we hope that you have found this episode helpful and look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to grow and implement positive change We hope that you'll share our podcast with your friends and loved ones. They can find us on all the major podcast directories. If you have an idea for the show, want to leave positive feedback, ideas, or comments, connect with us on thesoberpodcast.com. You can also reach us on our social media platform on The Soberverse. We'd love to hear from you. A special thanks to all those who make this show happen. Jamie Brickhouse, our host, Carrie, our producer, Carl Fessenden, our voice, and our sponsor, The Sober Network.